2: Hey there, everybody, and welcome to It's Always Game Day in Kansas City. I am your host, Kayla Caner. I'm joining me, as always, is my co-host, Cody Tapp, and producer, Nick Schwert. We are sad Chiefs fans after that Bills loss, coming to you directly after that Bills loss. Guys, we're going to get all into it, but ah, we had that game. It's it's a gut punch.
0: I Honestly, I thought best case scenario, they score a touchdown and leave the Chiefs a minute. Because the second they had the ball at four minutes, I'm like, That ain't great. Um, That's a weird amount of time. So the Bills are definitely going to score one more time. So now what? It didn't feel like there was enough time in the game. And then Mahomes just made another really bad decision, his second of the game. And that's what eventually cost him. I'll say this before we get anything else in the game. I like watching the Chiefs-Bills games about more than any other football game around. That's for sure. Yeah. They're fun. Their games are fun. They have a lot of great players. You know, like that part of it, the Bills Chiefs, you know, we said, hey, let's already admit this is the best rivalry in sports. Yeah. This is the reason why. Another game like this.
1: And it it wasn't the game that we kind of thought it was going to be. You know, we thought this was going to be a game played. And the first one to 40 wins. (laughs) how How many different times are the Chiefs going to score? And then the Bills going to score? And then the Chiefs going to score in the last two or three minutes of this game? None of that actually panned out it was more of a defensive battle i don't know if it's fair to call that call it that but kind of felt like it uh that was a little bit of a gut punch it's just you know what we we joked on the last episode about is this a rivalry if the two teams don't even hate each other all you have to do to know if it's a rivalry is do a wellness check after the game how are chiefs fans feeling how are you feeling This one sucks. Like this one sucks more than the Colts because this is just a team that you want to beat.
2: I couldn't tell though. I don't know. I think I was more stressed out during the Raiders game, to be honest. This one, I know we talked about it on Friday, if we would be mad if we lost. And I said, obviously, yes, but I'm kind of now like, "Eh, we'll see him again in the postseason and we'll get the win then. It just, it didn't sting as much as I thought it would
0: this sounds like a therapist would call this a coping strategy. It <laughs> <laughs> <They> just <laughs> get out of that loss. And you're like, it's fine. You know what? I thought they could lose that game anyway. So who cares? Like Nick and I both predicted the chiefs to lose. And even yeah. I'm still, once the game went that way, I'm like, Oh, you had it. You had so many opportunities. Maybe don't let them go 99 yards before half. Maybe don't miss a kick. Maybe don't throw a bad pick at the, like it just, like, I know that it'd be easy for me to rationalize, considering the fact I thought they were going to lose this game between two very competitive teams anyway. But it doesn't feel good when it's like it was there because that's, that's, defi- you know, it's, it's another one of those games. Like, it was there. You had a, ch- they even gave you time at the end. And they had 12 seconds before half and scored. Matthew writes, uh, it did not last long, Nick. For all the, <laughs> for all the stuff we joked about at the end of last week, Matthew Wright's 59 yard franchise record.
1: God, man, that died quick. Well, to be fair, he still has the second longest. Yeah. People in <laughs> yeah, Chiefs that's history. true. Very good point.
2: There we go. Um, yeah, I think I was just maybe too tired today to really put a lot of energy <laughs> into this one. Uh, but Cody, you kind of brought up my first question, and that is what do you guys think the headline is from today? Um, why did the Chiefs lose to the Bills? So what's the storyline
0: for me and maybe for only the Second time, I, I mean, I'd have to go back through. Mahomes lost this game. Mahomes threw two picks. He didn't have to throw. He could have taken three points. He trusted MVS to be a big, tall, physical wide receiver, and MVS let him down. That led to an interception. I don't think that that throws nearly as bad as the second one. And the second one is it was only second and ten, and you had four downs, and you did not have to throw that ball in that moment. And when you throw two interceptions that definitively didn't have to be thrown, then it's on you. And they've gotten too many third and longs, whatever it's going to be. But like for the first time in a long, long time, I felt like this one was more on Mahomes than any other person on the field.
1: So I don't actually have that much of a problem with the first interception because that that's a situation where he makes a play. Five times out of 10, six times yeah. out of 10, more than any other quarterback in the league. So at the time, and that was earlier in the game, so the, the stakes aren't as heightened. I was like, okay, whatever. You know, he'll come down and make another play in the second half that'll totally make up for it. The last one, uh, basically the game clinching interception. I don't know what you're doing, man. I mean, it was well, that what? Was second, that was second <laughs> yeah. down, right? Yeah. Was you had second third and down. Ten and fourth and 10 left. Didn't need it. Didn't need it. And so there's part of me that's sort of like doing this internal battle of, You can't, you can't like laud him whenever he makes these one of one plays that nobody else in the league makes, and then when he pushes the envelope a little bit and it costs you, then all of a sudden turn it on him. But I, I don't know how I can argue with, I don't know how I could argue against the fact that I don't care what he does normally. I don't care uh, how many times he makes those plays. The fact of the matter is, your quarterback through two interceptions in very, very critical junctures of the game in the red zone and with one minute to go trying to lead the team on a game-winning drive.
0: My only problem with the first red zone, one, Nick, is not so much. To me, it's situation again. You're right. It's very early. But the Bills just gave you a gift. They got the ball to open the drive. They tore through your defense all the way down. And then Isaiah McKenzie just didn't seem to know the ball was coming towards him. It resulted in a fumble. You went all the way down the field. And in that moment, considering the fact that they choked down in the red zone themselves, three feels okay. I'm normally team go through it, team take chance, team you know take the risk down there, whatever. But it just felt like because the Bills had just gifted you it, it's like, don't gift it back. They just gave you these three points. These were free. You didn't have to work for them at all. The Bills just coughed it up down in the red zone. You could have taken a little lead and whatever. The throw itself, you're right. On its own standalone merit, look, it got picked. But trusting MVS, the super tall wide receiver, to make a catch in front of a guy, he's supposed to do that. He's supposed to jump in front of the guy who's shorter than him and make that catch. And honestly, he had a pretty good chance to. But it's its still, like, coupled with the other one and the situation of it, it's hard to get away from the fact he made some incredible throws because Mahomes does. He made some great passes and led some great drives like Mahomes does. But those two turnovers in a very tightly contested game are the reason why he lost.
1: I know this will kind of get lost in the shuffle, but this Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde run game for the chiefs was Mr. Hyde today. It was not great. Um, Clyde, when we saw him earlier and I'm not, I'm not ready to like write off Clyde. I'm just saying in this game in particular, didn't have that same juice that we saw maybe the first two or three weeks of the season when he's trying to like bounce him outside. He, he never wins that race to the edge. It felt like every single Buffalo defender was closing out on him and taking him down. That's the other part is like no missed tackles. So if you don't have the juice and you're not making guys miss, it's like, Ooh, this can't really be your bread and butter when you're trying to run the ball. What was your
0: headline? Kale? I mean, I, I think it'd be easy to just be like, well, that was a fun game round two in the playoffs. Like you kind of said, I mean, that's not a crazy headline coming out of the game.
2: No, Cody, honestly, I'm with you. I'm oh, going back to who I'm with every time I'm with the right person. So, right. Yeah. Good call.
1: Thank you. Strategy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I actually want to put that second turnover on myself because I'm sitting – I'm kind of intuitive. I have feelings about things, and I'm like, "Hmm, there hasn't been, like, a major costly turnover. I really hope it doesn't happen here. Next play. I'm like Phoebe. That's the third Friends reference if you're keeping track. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, it just – it felt like he was – not comfortable in the pocket. He was doing a lot of dancing today. It was a very stressful situation. Like watching him today stressed me out. He just didn't have I feel like a lot of time. He was scattered about. He took those, you know, those sacks. And um he just wasn't the Mahomes that we've seen against the Bills in the past, I guess you could say.
0: And I look. But he I, was still
2: he was still pretty good at the same time. So
0: I don't know. That that three yard run to just make it like fourth and seven was one of the craziest three yard runs I've ever seen. Like it, it doesn't and Butker made that kick and it gave him the lead and everything like that, that run mattered, but you know, and I'm, we're going to get to Von Miller in a little bit, but yeah, there's no denying the fact that the bills got pressure. And I know at some point we're going to talk about the defense. And I think it's really, really, really hard to be overly critical of their just overall performance. But there are a couple of moments to highlight that obviously caused them some problems too like the spags getting greedy on the blitz on, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like when the bills are already in field goal range before the hat, like it's just an unnecessary moment to get greedy. And, you know, like those moments are going to be highlighted. I think there's a lot of different stuff in the end. It doesn't, I I'm with you. It doesn't feel like miserable, 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 because I know that both of these teams are great, but it still feels like there were so many things that went wrong that you could have fixed today.
2: Yeah right there with you. Well, this begs the question, are the bills now the team to be the AFC? All
0: right, Nick, I'm going to ask you and Kayla, I'm going to ask you this real quick. It seems fairly obvious to all of us, right? That uh, the number one and number two seeds are going to be the chiefs and bills. Like there's not even an argument or conversation to be had about it. Unless when the season shakes out.
2: Happens. Yeah, yeah.
0: When the season shakes out in whatever order you want to say, the chiefs will be the one. seed. the bills will be the two. The bills will be the one. The chiefs will be the two. That seems so obvious to me. So it's yeah. hard for me to not say the bills of the team to beat. Because now they have a one-game advantage and the tiebreaker advantage on the only other team I think can take the one seed away from them.
1: Yeah, I, it's weird because we go back to this last year when the Bills came in and whooped the Chiefs at Arrowhead. Yeah. I, I You remember the conversations we were having, Cody? Like we were talking about how, okay, not only are the Bills the team to beat, like the Chiefs are reeling. I think they dropped to three and four at that point, or I know they started three and four. And then all of a sudden the bills uh fall to the Jaguars nine to six. And the chiefs only lost one more game the rest of the season. And the chiefs ended up with a 12 and five record. And the bills ended up with an 11 and six record.
0: After this game last year, the chiefs were in last place in the AFC West. So, if you just like a little like feel good perspective, that, they were. We, thank you. We, we were talking about the last place Kansas City Chiefs after they got their ass kicked by the Bills. That was a much worse feeling than after this one. But the Bills are the team to beat. Mm-hmm. Their defense held the offense down. They scored enough to win the game. Josh Allen. I mean that 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 fucking leap over the guy. That's Terminator <laughs> shit. That's that's insane. Now, what are you supposed to do about that? There's nothing to be done. Like. He's one of the only other players in the NFL where I'm like, that's stupid. That's unfair. And I don't like it when it happens to me. Right. Like I don't like it when it's on the other side because he went six feet in the air over that guy. So like, yeah, they're the, they're the team to beat. Do I think that they're a lock for the number one scene? No, I don't because and I can't believe I'm saying this, but the jets are a much more competitive football team than I was anticipating. The Patriots are a little Jekyll and Hyde themselves, so they're never going to be the pushover because Bill Belichick is a good enough coach. He can frustrate some guys. And the Dolphins, when they get to a back, I presume will be competitive again. So the Bills don't just have like the easiest road in the division of all time. The Chiefs are still going to have to battle through theirs too, but you know, like there are still losses coming for the Bills.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, are the, the team to beat? It's tough to say that just knowing that nobody's been able to, with the exception of the Bengals, like nobody of the the Ravens, the, the Bills, the teams that have been there year after year during the Mahomes era have been able to, to do what the Bengals did last year, which is come in to Arrowhead in the postseason and beat the Chiefs. So for a team that's hosted four straight AFC championship games, I feel like I need to see a little more than a week six win to anoint you the new kings of the AFC, right? And I know that that's maybe not necessarily fair because I will, on the other side of my mouth, say, like, the Bills are the better team. The Chiefs played well. The defense played well. We'll get into that later. But the Bills are a more complete football team right now, or maybe more accurately, they have a better idea of who they are. It's, because they have been building for this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have been building to beat specifically the Chiefs for three seasons now. And the Chiefs now, as they recalibrate and try to figure out what they're going to do post Tyreek Hill and with all these young players on defense, they're trying to figure out if, okay, this team's building to beat us. Is our baseline still going to be good enough to be better than everyone who's chasing us?
0: the the thing that we haven't even discussed the the part of that nick where you're like yeah they've been building towards this this is the perfect version of themselves they're going to get some guys back too so i'm not saying they can't get healthier obviously having tredavious white back is going to help their defense but the chiefs wore without two of their top three corners uh their second linebacker their like they were missing they played good on defense and they were not whole like that was not a com- that was not a complete unit and so I think that there is still quite a bit of growth as far as where the Chiefs will be from here. I don't think we're anywhere near whatever the final form of either of these teams are. And so it's just, it's just so premature to just be like, yep, they got the one seed. We're all locked up here. I'm like, I won't go that far. Are they the team to beat right now? Sure. You can have that title for week six. Don't care. they
1: They are the team to beat in, in that we are hoping that everybody beats them now so that the yes. Chiefs can get the one seed.
2: Guys, who's who's going to beat them? Aside from, I mean, the Jets, as Cody pointed out. They've got the Vikings. Pats, Vikings are 5-1. and one. They're, not, they're not a pushover. Those are the only ones on the schedule that I can see them losing to. But it's not everyone else. They're going to steamroll.
1: It's not just that they, like, the schedule. It's that this team should probably be undefeated if yeah. it weren't for one of the most miraculous wins than that Miami pulled off a few weeks ago. Like this team should be undefeated. They are top two. They might, I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to wait till tomorrow till pro football reference updates it. But going into this week, they were the number one scoring offense and the number two scoring defense, which is right where they were at last year. So, Flip
0: that. It was like the Chiefs had the best offense. Oh, okay. The Bills Sorry. had the best yeah. defense. Same difference. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, we're
1: splitting hairs here. They're really damn good on yeah. both sides of the ball. So, yeah, they'll slip up. Like, there will be. Look at what just happened today. You know, we saw the Falcons pull off an upset. The Jets pulled off an upset. The Giants <laughs> pulled off another upset. Like, this just happens. Teams lose games they're not supposed to. The Bills aren't going to be impervious to that. But I'll tell you what. I don't think this is a six loss team again, like they were last year.
0: No, they just don't look to me. They don't look like some team getting ready to steamroll their way to 15 and one either. Like they weren't unstoppable tonight. Mm-hmm. My fear was we'd get into this game and the chiefs would be missing all these pieces. And I'd be like, Oh no, that's a freight train. And you're in trouble because you get a sense of those teams really early on. And nobody in the NFL has felt like that. The entire NFC kind of feels like a fraud at times. They're not all frauds. Obviously some of them are going to be good teams, but Like, I've never believed in the Bucs for one second. They've remained one of the favorites of the NFC. The Packers lost again today and were lifeless. By the way, that's who the Bills have next week. But it's just like one thing after another can put this team in front. But there's there's a lot to take away from this game to still feel good about for the Chiefs. But yeah, the Bills deserve the title of current king of the AFC. But at the end of the season, that's been the Chiefs title for so many years.
2: And just to your point, Cody, they even were mentioning that on the broadcast about us missing those those weapons on defense and how this will be a different game when we have a full team. So we shall see, by the way, does Tony Romo, do we like him calling chiefs games or no? Cause he kind of stresses me out.
1: of like, like people, kid. people have turned on Romo. He was like the most <laughs> exciting announcer that everybody loved the first couple of years. And now he has fallen into the trap that every single sports announcer ever has fallen into, which is that eventually you stay around long enough. People will hate you.
0: I still like Romo. He is like a kid uh, not on his ADHD medication, but I'm not bothered by that. I've hung out on enough of those kids in my life that it seems right.
1: Yeah, I like it. I, I think it brings an excitement level. You know, I know a lot of people don't like it. They're like, well, he's not even right with some of the stuff that he's saying. He's just guessing out there. I don't care. I don't care. I am there for the entertainment value when I'm watching sports, so I want a broadcast crew that's going to bring the heat.
2: And he was he's never been more entertaining than he was in that divisional game last year. Um, it's just like, sometimes in these stressful games, things he says about like when he compliments the other team, that's what makes me mad. I'm like, (laughs) stop. I don't, I don't want to hear you talking right now. Okay.